Childhood is wanting a variety of different baked sweets and someone telling you no. Adulthood is wanting a variety of different baked sweets and being able to go right to Mickey D's to get every single one you want. <laughs> Whenever you want. Get the new glazed pull-apart donut and a 99 cents any-sized iced coffee with pumpkin spice flavor. Sweet. Prices and participation may vary. Limited time only. Iced coffee promo available until 11 a.m. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Phoenix Club. Yay. Hello and welcome to episode two of the Phoenix Pod. It's the Phoenix Pod. Turn right into paradise. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, dear. It's already started. It has already Start started. Start as you need to go on, fellas. Start as you need to go on. Absolutely. That's, that's going to be probably about seven episodes, but we'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there. Even if it takes three hours, we'll get there. <laughs> so... Um... Yes, I'm of course your host AXC, joined once again by uh, a man who is stupid, possibly sexy, allegedly, and he's a Flinders. It is. It's stupid. I was sexy. Who are you going with that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was... it's not me. <laughs> I was like, stu- I was like, stupid, eh? Sexy? Well, maybe. <laughs> and then Flinders is like, oh, right, okay, big giveaway. I-, yeah. I keep meaning to try and do it in like the style of Curry Man, where it's like, he's hot. He's spicy. Yeah. <laughs> he tastes great. Right. Never seems to work, though. Uh, it's worth a try. But yes, it's me. It's Super Sexy Blinders. And it feels like I'm wearing nothing at all, because I'm back in the shed again. And it's cold. But I remembered me hoodie this time, so it's not... You know, maybe not. Maybe I'm not wearing nothing at all. It feels like it. Skin tight, baby. And the, the other voice you can hear all the way from the Jockey Wilson suite. <laughs> from the RAD podcast, it's special guest Lewis Ogden. How's that doing? We're <laughs> doing fine. Yes. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, thank you very much for having me on, fellas, because uh, I was a, uh, a very big fan of the first episode and I was just a case of, oh, I've got to get on. <laughs> You're more than welcome, fella. More than welcome. More merrier. Mm. So we're going to jump straight back to the club, where this time they decided for a Wild West night. A free trial of a booking booking bronco leads to the Phoenix Club having a Wild West night. The night goes from bad to worse as the staff is faced with a broken homemade bingo machine, an (laughs) out-of-control shoot-off, and a drunken horse. Hey, yes! (laughs) Now, before we get into the episode, fellas, I have to uh, apologise because um, after listening to the first episode and obviously like asking if I was okay to come on, I was like, "Oh, it's a it's a good one." This episode, you know, where uh, two significant characters are uh, are in it, I'm just sort of like, "Oh, well, looking forward to this." And then I turned it on and I was like, "Oh, this isn't the episode. I've gone one too early." <laughs> He's blown his load early. <laughs> I, uh, I I got too excited. It does happen on occasion, but you know, I, I, yeah. I, I try to keep a lid on it, but it doesn't always work. Yeah, but never mind. 
But yeah, we still had a cracking episode. Yeah. There's, there's no, I don't think there's a, such figures really as a shit episode of Phoenix Nights, if I'm brutally honest. There's always something there. Well, it's, been a while, it's been a while since I've um, gone back and watched them. But, you know, the two episodes that we've seen so far are, have been very, very good. Yep. I mean, it's probably, for me, it's probably one of the least memorable ones, but if you think Phoenix Nights, you think, mm, what happened in it? I don't tend to often think of Wild West Night. No. I think this is another one of my favourites, because I have, I have an episode I do sort of dislike, but this is probably one of my favourites, because again, we had the captain, and there's things that have come that happen in the episode that just make me absolutely wet myself laughing. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, Yes, so, there is there is there is the captain, of course. <laughs> and the so, wake. Yeah. And the what? And the wake. Oh, oh god, yes, the wake. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, we start with uh, Jerry and Les Alamos uh, performing a very strange version of "Beautiful South," "Perfect 10. Yeah, I couldn't remember <laughs> the name of the song for some reason. I knew it was "Beautiful South." Oh. Um, but at the end of the song, he sort of like he announces that they've got an open the box competition where the grand there's a massive total of thirty three pounds up for grabs. <laughs> well, I, made a, not, I made a note. I made a note of the jackpot for open the box and the bingo later on. So yeah. we had, I'm glad I wasn't the only oh. one paying attention to it. <laughs> yeah, you've got the captain puffing away on the on the flag. You've got Brian with his vase, but then everyone looks bored. And as I noticed, there's about ten people in there, and the majority of them are staff. Yeah, <laughs> senior and that just sat there watching, looking bored. <laughs> yep. And of course, we hand it over to resident DJ Ray Vaughn, complete with road traffic lights. Where he got them from is questionable. <laughs> <laughs> so as he blasts step on it, Watson, uh, this pension is looking on on the muse as Ray makes little boxes and shit. <laughs> I, I I had in my note, Ray Vaughn literally raves on. <laughs> Rave on! It's the fucking it's the fist bump that gets me. Where he's just like, come on! <laughs> <laughs> so pensioners start leaving his pot of wheels over. Said, Could you lower it, son? Banging! Cheers! Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Which leads into you're not got a nice fox trot or Kenny G. Which then starts a smoke machine and going, oh, oh, what's this? Smoke machine, it's jammed. Can't turn it off. Can't turn it off. <laughs> punters are starting to leave. Punters are leaving like it's the fucking place is on fire. <laughs> but it's at this point it, when it pan, the camera pans to um, to Brian. He's going, oh, Jerry, where are you? He's going, Brian, where are you? Just clouching around the head, but you hear like the full on whack. <laughs> it is like a full on. Alright. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but Rayvon starts attacking his own equipment with a fucking hammer. <laughs> it, it right in front of Potter. It, it, <laughs> <of, laughs> it reminded me of Psycho the way he just appears behind him with the hammer and he's ba- he's bashing his bloody machine. He's like, fixed it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what you got to remember, this is like a callback to the first episode where Les Olamos was taking the piss out of Potter because saying that Rayvon was a murderer and killed someone called Tracy Burns. This is true, yes. But so he then appears behind him with a fucking hammer, smashing down behind him. But this is all before the opening credits. Yeah. 
so yeah, we have the opening credits. Uh, Paddy's, we see Paddy clearing up, and the captain hasn't moved, which leads to, come on, captain, home time. <laughs> well, it, come on, captain, home time. I want to lock up. Uh, captain, time's down, cut. Ship away. <laughs> Sh- shakes the captain and his fag falls in mouth you say shit yes. <laughs> which then leads into he's dead Brian he can't be dead who's in the bloody door now <laughs> I wake up sure she can't hear you all the conditions have been dead <laughs> but then Kenny Senior the known bullshitter chimes in with Ashton Andrin she used to bag him up in arm he's the bag up in arm yeah <laughs> <laughs> there is that. There's, there's, there's another, there's another bullshit story that Kenny tells later that had me in stitches. <laughs> but then you obviously you've got the iconic line that Coxie likes to say a lot. Is like, you know, when they, when they talk about him, it's like where he's situated. It's like talking about how he died. Like, oh, no, pop- before that, we've got a. Uh... The old panda can agree they didn't kill, kill him. Then Potter chimes in. We didn't kill him. Smokey friggin' Robinson over there did, though. <laughs> How many more are they going to knock up? And then Jerry's like, I think, he, I think he's had an asthma attack. He was bad by angina and all. <laughs> he was. He was. He was an asthmatic. Put him in the bed, I'm Why? Why? Because he has murder. Next door's natural causes. Go on, stick him in there. <laughs> the big group of them try they go to move him they go to move him out comes his false teeth and everyone everyone just goes back and goes whoa so then we, we cut to the spread at the weight complete with uh, the captain's dog with its own plate on the floor uh, numerous people sit round tables and that like you do in a bloody working men's club uh, Remember someone shouting over about that dog? I think it was a, like, a group of old women that said some fucking amazing yeah, stuff. One of them, who's that dog? He's like, oh, get it put down. Get it put down. Get yeah. it put down. The talk about what they want now is dead. And one of them goes, I'm having his fridge freezer less than 12 months old, that. And then <laughs> someone goes, what about his dog? Well, I don't want his dog. Get it put down. <laughs> And they talk about the, burning his ashes as well. Because if we scatter the ashes, do we get money back on Earn? <laughs> 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 so, um, there's Brian and Jerry as well where they're going oh such and such she's dead oh what happened to husband oh he's dead as well <laughs> and then uh, so Les and Alanoff turn Les and Alanoff are approaching Brian and they, turn, they point out Ray didn't turn up to the way he that he's comfortable around death <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah because Ray because uh, Rayvon isn't there and he's like oh I'm going to get rid of him there's a bit before, um, you know, when Brian and Jerry are talking. I think you you were trying to mention it, Coxie. It's um, is it? Uh, oh, I can't remember his bloody name. It's like it's dead at dead at fifty six. It's like that's no ways to go. It's like yeah, it's, uh, run over, <laughs> run over by a uh, rubbish truck, back right <laughs> over him. How's his wife? Oh, she's she's not that. She you know she's devastated. She's dead miffed as well. They just they didn't even take her bins. <laughs> that was the one, yeah. And then what is it? Remember where you are. Yeah, remember, you remember are, where yeah. you are, Jerry. Um, yeah, jumping back to it, he said, Brian's like, oh, I thought I could get rid of him. And then, oh, it's not that simple. <laughs> His previous victim made the same mistake and ended up dismembered. They found that's, what, that's what Chase did. They found her in a wheelie pin. <laughs> <laughs> 
Or Ed, at least. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, um, so we jump to a man who clinks a glass and he says, ah, can I have a bit of respect for the captain, please? And places his pint on top of the coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even use a coaster. <laughs> what, were you dragged up? Get a coaster. <laughs> And uh, he gave the speech about how he first met the captain on D-Day. And he's like, oh, they, they tried stopping him, not the captain, though. He, he ran. And he got a shot right in. Bastard's got him, though. Bastard's got him, though. <laughs> shot him right in the eye. And Brian, <laughs> at that moment, he's eating the scotch egg. It's just like that. <laughs> <laughs> and um, what is it? Oh, I caught it. And the captain turned around to me. And he said, uh, oh, what's it? I didn't write it down. It was like, I thought you were supposed to get your eye out of me. Then suddenly, after the speech, the Das Boot Fruit Machine plays out, saying, Das Jackpot, our tongue. Schnell, schnell, dive, dive. Turn it off, turn it off now. <laughs> the guy's there just the arse just fucking collecting his jackpot <laughs> but there's an interesting tidbit about this uh, about this machine Brian mentions later on which I'll <laughs> which we'll come to yeah. and then um, so we cut to a few guys in one of the other rooms watching a documentary on TV about an amoeba for some reason and there's a couple of guys trying to play pool on a wonky pool table and uh, a couple of guys randomly wandering in boiler suits and take down the TV Take the TV, take it to his the car, and then you got Kenny Senior that comes running out. He's like, knocks on the window, and he's like, "You're not so clever, are you, fellas?" He's like, what, what? He says, he "Gives him the fucking remote." He says, "You won't get far with that, will you?" But you've got to jump back a bit here because this this is a bit. I think I think Lewis was referring to before. Yeah, about the- <laughs> uh, yeah he's he's, uh, he's talking to talking to a bloke about um, being on a, like a uh, tent in holiday. He's like, "Stick me head out the tent." And he was in the tent next door. Robert De Niro. He was down it was down making Deer Hunter 2 in real. It's like <laughs> it's like I am a bit at swing ball. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, I remember that now. And I, I don't know why that went over my head. Yeah. Jesus. Um, so the, thing is, the, the thing is, Kenny Senior has that many bullshit stories. It's understandable how the odd yeah. one slips by the wayside. <laughs> What's some of the best bits though? Like um, the buddy, what was it? Um, oh, so so I'm just I'm used to back him up in Nam. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you notice the men taking the TV runs after him, knocks on the window, and both the guys look at each other like shit. We've been rumbled. Nah, what you can get away with caught you get past these, couldn't you? And gives them the like massive fucking square remote. <laughs> oh dear. You're like a fucking real like <laughs> early nineties Citroen. It's all banged up. Yeah. And they come come the other way is Brian in his uh his dead posh uh 1980s Cadillac. Yeah. And they, 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 they cut to a shot of just sort of like where the TV used to be. Just sort of like, <laughs> let me get this straight. Two men in boiler suits, came in, took the TV, and you did nothing. It was like, we thought you'd arranged it. Arranged it for what? <laughs> well, as, as I noted, um, 
Kenny, Kenny's excuse is that they were wearing overalls, and he draws attention to the fact uh, Potter's got a new Cadillac. <laughs> he state, Brian states, oh, I should have worn overalls and driven out with them, shouldn't I? Then <laughs> <laughs> they discuss the wonky pool table, and uh, Potter says they should have gotten to take that thing, and Kenny Sr. said the only, the only had a Citroen. <laughs> <laughs> There's a bit. There's a little. There's a little bit of I love as well. There's a lovely little bit that they they do. Um, when uh, Brian is. Oh yeah, they were wearing overalls. Oh, they were wearing overalls, well they? Oh, 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 Jesus H. And right <laughs> when he says Jesus H, um, Mary in the background does sort of like the the, <laughs> the, the cross symbols, just sort of like in the name. Of... <laughs> 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 oh, I love that little bit. Love that little bit. <laughs> and, uh, so we cut to Potter in his office, dunking a biscuit with on the front of Dodge Eric, who answers in French with, <laughs> was it uh, Eric Brian? Oh, Brian, what's up? What's up? I've got a deformed snooker table, a Nazi bandit that pays out in Deutschmarks, and a flavoured condom machine that's ten years out of date. So, so would you suck a ten-year-old banana? No. no. <laughs> You'll get nothing it. Set your ass down there today for that, this snooker table before I nail you to it. She Dang said. <laughs> she said. <laughs> Cuts to Eric for clinging onto a bucking bronco. Asking for his opinion. Which is, well, what do you think? It's hard to find the words to describe it, Eric, really. It's the future. Oh, Oh, I found oh, some. Yeah. What the frig is it? What the hell is it? <laughs> this is what the punters want, Brian. A, mechanic, a, a mechanical bull. A bucking bronco. Get rid of it now. <laughs> I can't, the van's gone. <laughs> <laughs> but then he offers him to, to, go, to, to try and convince Spot Prot to have it. He says, go and have a ride, see. You'll see what you think. <laughs> Just, and then he remembers he's in a fucking wheelchair and quickly moves on. <laughs> this is the future, Brian. Snooker's dead and buried. I'm not convinced. Get rid of it. Trust me, Brian. All the hot ones have seen yours. Oh, I've heard that before. Indoor golf. Foxy boxing. I've just got rid of your six-foot kaplonk. I did a free trial and an airplane with one previous owner. Owner. Who were it? John Denver. <laughs> God. But yeah, <laughs> I think he ends up taking it, doesn't he? Obviously, so he, he takes it because he throws in the bloody plane and he's like, "Oh, a week's free trial, that'll do," sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, staff and punters aren't having it, but he manages to persuade him. And then we cut the Jerry who's hosting the afternoon bingo. Oh God! Which, it, which brings on a line seven pound <laughs> jackpot. <laughs> <laughs> which, which brings on the Ray and his his bingo machine. Oh, what's what's this bingo machine? I made it. <laughs> which is like a a Frankenstein bloody Henry Hoover. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's 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 a mutilated fucking Henry Hoover. <laughs> but in the next room, we've got the punters playing the bucking, trying the bucking bronco, just like a proper slow, just rocking back and forth at the lowest speed possible. 
<laughs> but the the best part is when the, it cuts to a woman who's sat with a glass of wine in the bloody aeroplane. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot about that till just now. Yeah, she's just sat there looking back. The time is just sort of like. Uh, right, okay. it, you, see, you see Ray walk in and she's sat there just rocking back and forth with a glass of wine like her husband just stood next to her a pint then Ray walks in <laughs> and she's like oh I've got an idea <laughs> so then we're back in the bingo hall the machines the balls are going everywhere the machine's malfunctioning we're it's not I've just picked it up off the floor <laughs> Which then we jump back to Ray in the Pennine Suite commentating on the Bucking Bronco. Yeah. And which leads to Jerry saying um, to suggest that they're going to have a Western night because it was going down quite well. Oh, no. You're forgetting one of the best lines that I actually oh. absolutely wetting myself. Oh, I remember Brian's, Brian's looking pleased. He goes, Look at Jerry. He goes, Look at this. I've not seen him all this excited since he printed that Peter Fowler dress in paper. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the man on the Bronco falls off and popped his shit in it, thinking we'll have a lawsuit on me. And the guy that gets up, he's like, Way! <laughs> which, of course, then Jerry's like, Oh, we should have a Wild West night, which Brian denies until he's like, Oh, Den Perry had one, made a fortune. He's like, Yeah, he what? So he got his all over it then. Oh. <laughs> And then you cut, that's the end of the first part. That's the end of part one. Yeah. Part one. Hi, I'm Mike from the Genuine Chit Chat Podcast, where we have honest conversations with interesting people. I speak to a wide variety of guests, from travellers to musicians, to those afflicted with mental or physical illnesses. There's really no subject that's off limits, from movies to politics, and even controversial topics ranging from sex to drug reform and political correctness. So if you still believe in the art of conversation, are intrigued by healthy debates with different ideas and perspectives you may not have thought of, and want to podcast where every episode is about something different with a variety of guests, then this may be the podcast for you. You can hear us on YouTube and all your favourite podcast apps, and follow us on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. So if you want to hang out and listen to honest conversations with interesting people, then come to Genuine Chit Chat, where I'm your host, Mike Burton. Oh dear, he's a catch me breath. <laughs> <laughs> this is the thing, this, well, this is the thing not... about Phoenix Nights. You get a lot of bang for your buck. I mean, there's mm. all sorts going on. I mean, like three fake different things happening, like a 25 minute episode. And it, I know I'm missing quite a bit, but because of that, you, it's hard. It's hard to catch everything. Um, I try and be meticulous with my notes. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, when you're trying to write down shit, and you're like, oh, shit, we might have you written something down. You could have missed two or three jokes that you would have caught if you weren't watching it. So it's, it's that much packed in. <laughs> Which is fucking brilliant if you just sat there on your couch, you know, just watching it. It's it's You don't stop laughing. Yeah, I think it calls repeat views as well, to be fair. Yeah, because you miss details. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. But yeah, but one person, we, well, the two characters you don't see a lot in the first half is Paddy and Max, which we start on the second part with yeah. Paddy and Max. So we open with Johnny Cash, Ring of Fire, and there's two women approaching the club, and Max and Paddy are there with Stetson's on. Yeah. 
Uh, cuts it <laughs> cut into raven. Evening, la- evening, ladies. One man riding that. <laughs> cut to um, rave on with the Broncos. Another man falls off. <clears throat> then we go on to Jerry, who introduces Wild Bill and Trigger, a cowboy and horse act. Oh, I, I forgot. I forgot as well. Um, when the in before the at the end of the first half, when the bloke falls off and Brian's like, "Oh shit, oh shit, we're gonna have a lawsuit on our hands," and he gets up, and Ravon's there, just sort of like going, um, "Let's get another victim. I mean, contestant up on the uh, <laughs> up on the ride." Shabba. <laughs> Is it not later on when he throws Shabba in? Oh, yeah, I think it, it's probably it's probably later on. But... I think it's Shabba season two. No, it's in season one. It's in this episode. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, um, jumping back, we've got Brian looking on displays at the the horse with... There is a horse in my cabaret suite. (laughs) (laughs) So then on the doors, we jump back to Max and Paddy with wearing a hat's the worst thing you can do if you're going bald. I'm not going bald, all right. You are, though. (laughs) Covering up. Covering up. It's not me going, it's more like you going bald than me. It's, and Max turns around and he goes, I've lost most of my hair worrying about yours. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear me. Yeah, yeah we, go on. I'm going to say we're back in the cabaret suite with the uh, fucking cowboy and horse that continuing. Yep. With... Uh, Wild Bill, oh, what's 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 that he's doing? Oh, he's digging for gold. <laughs> oh God! What <laughs> did someone say to him? Oh, is this real? Is this happening? And then he, the horse promptly shits on the floor, and Potter goes, "Oh, it's, it's real! It's real, all right." You've got Je- thirty Jerry. grand that cork for thirty grand that cork floor, uh, cork tile floor. Well, Je- Jerry first of all says to him, "He's like, well, think," and he just re- repeats the line of. There, there is a horse in my cabaret suite. <laughs> and then um, that's when he shits on the floor and Jerry's like, I'll clean it up. With 30 grand that court tile floor. <laughs> well, uh, back with Max and Paddy is Max is listening bald and celebrities now so our women love them. It's like Bruce, Bruce Willis. Willis. Val Kilmer. Sean yep. Connery. <laughs> <laughs> when then Paddy sort of like dispute Sean Connery? I think Sean Connery is later on. Ah. Because it's a bit yeah. where like, he uh, spends ages sort of go, I mean, Rock. Wig. He's Wig in the Rock. Bloody, <laughs> bloody massive. Never say never again. Another Wig. Sean loved him. <laughs> so, yeah, so when my Bill and Trigger finish, Sherry hand over to Rave on. <laughs> but before he goes, <laughs> what is the line? <laughs> Just let me clean that shit up. <laughs> <laughs> it's Mr. Ray Vaughn. Just let me clean that shit up. <laughs> he, starts, he starts playing bloody, what is it? Um, is it Cotton Eye Joe? No, it's uh, no. Steps 5, 6, 7, 8. Oh, yeah, he starts fucking he's like, it. He goes, um, he says, Ray Vaughn, y'all, and that's the way he throws in the first shabba. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> But then, they're, they're, they're um, not like obviously, don't they? Well, yeah, they, it, Max and Paddy are on about wigs again and that, and then it jumps back oh, to... Oh, yeah, Sean, Con- Sean Connery with his wigs. So yeah. Like, so um, Max is going, 
Islander, wig. <laughs> Islander two, quickening, wig. What's that mad one where he gets his cock out? Zardos. Zardos, wig. <laughs> yes, he did say that. Um... Yeah, the pensioners are line up down, doing the line dancing, but then Ray starts like scratching the records and that. And that's how he chimes in with, doesn't matter what it is, garage, house, it's all okay with DJ Ray. <laughs> Brian, Brian, if it calls for Brian, he's literally face farming. <laughs> and there's uh, Marion Holy Mary in the kitchen taking order of chips and black-eyed peas, and the guy utters, what's he a snake pie, love? Uh, Take a mushroom. Tell you what, I'll have two. Take a mushroom. <laughs> Two snakes, two snakes, Marion. <laughs> and then, uh, so Brian asks Jerry when the gunfight is, which leads to after supper. I've got the key for the Confederates against the Preston Posse. And it's like, oh no, no, no! Lancashire versus Yorkshire. <laughs> it won't. It'd be fine. Who's the judge? Ray. Which then Brian, don't, give, don't give him a couple of the upsides in bodies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the wig continue the wig conversation continues outside. Hunt for Red October. Wig. <laughs> Avengers. No, no, he were bald in the Avengers. Yeah. No, no, he was, wasn't he? He was. And it, it were a flop, weren't it? No Got wig, me. no hitch. Shit. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so while Bill wanders over, speaks to Brian. Um, what's it? Call it Colin Bibby. I think he's called, isn't he? Yes, he is. Yes. And he's leaves <laughs> the posse to water the line. She's a beauty, isn't she? Sorry, he <laughs> nearly had my eye out. <laughs> <laughs> And then he's like, oh, could I put trigger in an empty Jockey Wilson Street? It's pissing down outside. <laughs> it's, it's pissing down here. I'm shitting. <laughs> There's this bit, bit as well. Brian's gone on, going on to, um, to Wild Bill. He's just sort of like, God, I haven't seen you since you were in that uh, double act with, uh, oh, what's her, what's her name? Uh, Mini Ha-Ha. Mini Ha-Ha, that's it. She ain't laughing now, is she? Lost a leg to diabetes, poor cow. <laughs> Oh, I've got trigger now. I'm just remembering what happens later with the horse. Oh, well, we'll <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, if I remember rightly, Potter wheels off, and then Jerry's like, just stick him in Jockey Wilson. No one, Potter won't know. He won't find out. You'll never know. <laughs> So then we we uh, move on to the the gunfights, uh, and sh- the shoot. I believe what, Yorkshire wins this one, the first yes, one. Yes, they do. Yeah, it's yes. blatantly obvious. Uh, Fighting the shit out of Max and Paddy, which <laughs> cuts to the horse getting loose in the next room. Yep. Yeah, I I I had this just sort of like Trigger doing his best impression of Barney from The Simpsons if we were left in charge of Moe's. like literally. <laughs> <laughs> Is it that Might as well be that... sucking the pipes dry. Oh, there's that one where he's like leaning on the bar and he's like, oh, my heart just stops. And he goes like, oh, no, there it goes. He's carrying yeah. drinks from the tap. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 
So, um, yeah, Jerry Jerry was the wrong side, and then we end up with Cisco Sid versus Silverado Presley. <laughs> Fucking brilliant. Well, I was, I was just thinking as well, just sort of like um, the Elvis Presley. He's on the wrong. He's on the wrong team because, like, surely if there was anybody impersonating Elvis, you'd surely go with it from sort of like Lancashire side because you could probably say just sort of, you know. <laughs> this this Elvis Presley impersonator is sort of like a, on a little detour from like Blackpool. He's not technically part of the Preston Posse, but you know, <laughs> I don't know. Might be, might just be me. I'll call him Elvis Preston if it's going to be the character. <laughs> that could have worked. That could have worked. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, we jump back to the Pennine Street where the horse has actually started to drink from one of the beer taps. <laughs> <laughs> As it becomes obvious, Jerry's giving Lancashire the wins on purpose, whilst Rayvon looks on shitting himself. Yeah. <laughs> well, this, 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 the thing is, that, like Jerry's sort of like been like, "Oh yeah, Rayvon's been made judge," and like every result, he, well, not every result, it starts off with like Jerry just going, "Ray, you won that one." And he literally have Ray in the background, just sort of like you know, giving a log a nod towards Yorkshire side, and Jerry just goes, "Lancashire, Lancashire wins." And he starts dancing with him, going, "Oh, they sing, where you winning? Where you winning? <laughs> hey, Yorkshire, you losing?" <laughs> so, it all comes to a head later on. <laughs> so Je- Jerry calls up Georgia Jen while Kenny Junior and Brian watch on. Kenny oh, no. pops his head through, saying, "There's a horse in Jockey Wilson." Of course, no one believes him. Whilst um, Jerry taunts Yorkshire and young Kenny wheels Brian through. <laughs> Which then leads to Brian with the, what's up with it? What's up with it? It's pissed, that's what's up with it. <laughs> I, know. I, know a, I know a pissed horse when I see one. Well, give him a quick, kebab! <laughs> quick, give it a kebab. What I, what I love most about that scene is just sort of like, you know, the, the horses there just sort of like swaying about and Kenny Jr. is bringing Brian in and he's literally like going too fast and he literally just gets like a sliver away from the horse and you just see Brian in his chair like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> like literally goes as stiff as a fucking board. It was brilliant. <laughs> I'd love so, to say wonderful acting, but I genuinely think it was sort of like done by accident. But fuck it, it works. Keep it. I, I would not be surprised. Would not be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> so J- Jerry continues small taller the smaller Jed. With, yeah. you when you grow up, taller. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, Getting support from Lancashire while Yorkshire looks on unamused. And uh, eventually loses his rag and just whacks him right in the stomach. Which, to be honest, he had it coming. Yep. Oh, yeah, he deserved it for that, to be fair. Yeah, it starts a bar fight and it just, yeah, it just all goes to fucking town. <laughs> you cut back to the Jackie Wilson street and triggers mounted the ball, <laughs> the mechanical ball. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I've literally, literally written a bit of horse shags the mechanical ball. <laughs> so they're just going. We've not got a license for this. <laughs> I've, got the, I've got the full transcript here. With what's it doing, Kenny? Pull it off. You know what? I'm not putting it off a horse. <laughs> got a license for this, Kenny? Get them up. 
then while Bill walks in, which you better get in there, well, a world's breaking loose. <laughs> With then, who taught him that? <laughs> <laughs> but then, what I noticed with this is that we come jumps to this brawl where people people breaking chairs over each other and that, and Elvis is doing his bloody karate and stuff. It's like you still got Les Alanis playing in the background. Yeah, <laughs> <It's> happening. <laughs> Whilst uh, you've got Marion and Holy Mary joining in throwing food and cutlery. <laughs> and you got Max and Paddy outside talking, and it's like, Paddy's sort of like, not Paddy, sorry, Max goes on talking about smashing a chair over somebody's somebody's back or got chucking it chucked through a window. Next thing you know, a, w- a chair comes through the window. Mm. <laughs> and they both go to rush into the club, and <laughs> Paddy goes through the open door, and Max literally slams himself into the closed <laughs> one. <laughs> I actually had to watch that a bit back because I was looking down, writing notes, writing something. I looked up and was like, "Why is Max on the floor? Uh, yeah, why is Max on the floor?" And I was like, "Write it back." And I just see him run full force in the door. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and literally, Max, Max and Paddy enter, like see all the chaos, and they like Max goes to sort of like you know rush in to try and disperse, and you literally hear him go, "They've got guns." <laughs> And they retreat. <laughs> so yeah, then we, we jumped to a, a police van outside the club. It's got with the police escorting the shooters out of the building. <laughs> Which you, you see Max there stood there watching Elvis getting carted out and he's like Elvis has left the building. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear me. But then you got after that all the all the, <coughs> all the um the, gun, the gunslingers are getting chucked into the back of the van. You got um, what's his name? His horse. Uh, the guy. I can't remember his name now. Oh, you oh, got Je- you got Jerry first of all. He was like, oh, you, you know why Je- Den Perry stopped doing it, didn't he? He's like, he's trapping every night, every time. This. Oh, well, now you tell me. Now you tell me. Well, Wes has been well for sure. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> why do I listen to you, Brian? Why do I listen to you, Jerry? Yeah. That's when the uh, wire Bill walks up with Zach. Um, my horse is drunk or something. Is you to is you at a corporate in Torquay tomorrow? I suppose you better get back on the wagon. <laughs> <laughs> and I think we get roll to credits, don't we? We've got uh, well, the 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 police uh, close the van, which leads Brian to shout, "Chuck the key away!" Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, comes again to the second audition of the series. Which is an escapologist in a sack who's changed shot and he can't get out. <laughs> he's looking for a key in his bag, but he's like, Give me a minute. This is me. This is me. <laughs> Hold on. Any minute now. Any minute is now. It? Any minute now. See you. Whose keys are they? Whose keys are these? Are these your keys? What? Next! Next. <laughs> oh, oh and then it stops. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking brilliant. So yeah, that was episode two. As you say, it's, it's... That was episode two. I mean, like, looking back over that episode, the amount of sort of, like, little quotes that I've made down in the notes is... It's 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 amazing. I was about to say it it it, it it's asthmatic, but um, <laughs> <laughs> um, 
No, but I, I remember what you were talking about before you reviewed episode one. It is one of those sort of like comedy series that you can literally like take a quote out of and you just can just associate it with, oh yeah, that is Phoenix Knights or, you know, that is Max and Paddy or whatever. Yeah. It is that kind of show. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, fi- like- and I find, and I find it's amazing that there can be, <clears throat> there can be that many quotes that we've associated with this one episode. Well, this is it. Watching back this episode back, I mean, we've I've heard Coxie Purser like going saying he's he's asthmatic, so <laughs> doing it just off the fucking cuff, and it's like, where's he got that from? I know I like Phoenix Knight, so I wasn't one of these people. I not I've not watched it for like a decade before we started reviewing him, and it was like, where's he got that from? <laughs> and then when you watch this, ah, it's like <laughs> I, I have a tendency to remember like the daft just the quotes at times. Like people always remember Peter K for like garlic bread. Yep. Yeah. He was asthmatic. But I mean, Ben. Well, the one about the paedophile's dress in paper. So. Yeah. <laughs> that was fucking class. <laughs> yeah, but it's, well, when, I, when I think Phoenix like quotes, I think stuff like fucking, go home and get your black bin bags. Feels <laughs> that stuff. <laughs> Even Buckingham Palace eats combi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just fix shit like that. Um, but yeah, I think I remember the second series more than the first one. If I'm being honest, and I can't wait to get to, to get to the second one because it's the one I watched first. So oh, I had to go back and watch the first series. But yeah, yeah. I I I remember sort of like in the build up to this, I was trying to think where my um where my my sort of like my phase of getting to watch Phoenix Knights was. And I can't remember whether it was, it was either this episode that we've watched or it was episode three where I remember, so I think it was like on repeat on like a late Friday or Saturday night on channel four. I was just sort of like channel flicking or whatever. And I was just sort of like, Oh, that's, that's, I can tell that's Peter K. And you know, from then it was just sort of like a case of, Oh, actually this has actually got quite, a good bit of humour to it. Mm. And then it was literally just a case of tracking down the DVD to finding it and then watching that entire series. So, as I say, I can't remember. I, I'm pretty sure it's the next episode because, as I say, me jumping the gun, sort of, like it, there's probably a reason why I jumped the gun so much because it was probably my first introduction to Phoenix Knights. I, I was worried when you first when you first said I was perhaps expecting you to come on with, like, the, uh, the wrong notes, like, the notes for episode three and be like... So it comes from perhaps these, like, no. What's <laughs> mate? What are you on about? <laughs> it's like a hundred people who are thinking on about the captain being dead. <laughs> no, I, I made a point of searching episode two, so <laughs> it was just the confusion on my part. That... <laughs> oh, dear. As I say, next episode is a corker. Absolutely. Oh, isn't it just? Yeah. It's, it's, probably, it's probably got two of the, well... It's got two of the best, like, cameoed characters in the series, I feel. Easily. Easily. I'll go with that. But yeah, it's a, it's a fucking cork, and yeah, I can't wait to get the, what, get the get watching it and making notes for it. 
I can't wait to get all the quotes <laughs> up sorted for <laughs> so much. <laughs> yeah, it's such like like we said, it's so quotable. I mean, this one episode itself. Yeah. Yeah, and there's one big famous one, which I'm not going to say now. <laughs> <laughs> Even quite, a fair, like, yeah. quite a fair few. <laughs> yeah, yeah there's, a, there's a fair few right from the outset of the episode. I think to be fair, that's some, there's some proper corkers on that one. Yeah. Uh, but yes, that was episode two of the Phoenix Knights. Yep. Your best. I think you best begin selling some plugs, Paul, before I call last orders. Absolutely, yes. You can follow, you can find me on like Lost Art Podcast and Lost Art of Wrestling, and my podcast or Lost the uh, I can't even say it this now. The RAD Live Podcast. We are all the good podcast catchers out there, you know, such as iTunes or iMusic, whatever the fuck it's called nowadays. Stitcher, Spreaker, you name it, we're on there. We are on Twitter at UKRAD Podcast. We are on Facebook, which is getting a bit more used than it used to, and. Yeah, you can also find me as my alter ego, Steve, on Gunpowder Trees and No Plots. And on Twitter, at Steve AOTGTMP, where I take the piss out of Bunkle's character quite a bit. But I suppose I suppose I better plug Gunpowder Trees and No Plot as well. You can find them on Twitter, at Trees and No. You can also find them in the same place you can find R.A.D. Cool. And of course, you can find the Lost Art Podcasting on Facebook, or on Twitter, at Lost Art Podcast, or on Instagram. And of course, we're on the usual places: Apple Podcast, Spotify, Spreaker, Stitcher, uh, Castbox, Google Play, any good podcast provider. But uh, for the Phoenix Knights Pod, or the Phoenix Pod, even I've been AXC. I've been stupid and sexy, and also Flinders. And I've been the Stowaway Lewis Ogden. <laughs> Which leads me to say, next. Might have noticed a change in your neighborhood lately. Yep, Sprint stores are now T-Mobile stores. Now that Sprint is T-Mobile, you get more coverage, value, and benefits than ever before. We've invested billions to bring our 5G from big cities to small towns across America. And great coverage is just the start. From high-speed mobile hotspot data to weekly deals and giveaways, our customers get tons of great benefits. Head to your new T-Mobile store to learn more. Qualifying service and capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain plan or features. See T-Mobile.com. Life gets a lot more magical when you dream. So let's dream of a vacation unlike any other. A magical Disney cruise. <laughs> Hiya, pal! Where new stories meet tales as old as time. Enchanté, mon ami! And your family will be cared for the moment you step aboard. Sail from Florida to Disney's private island paradise and get ready for a dream come true with Disney Cruise Line. 